You're listening to the Call Kent podcast, where Kent C. Dodds answers questions and gives insights to software engineers like you. Now, let's hear the call. Hi, Kent. My name is Dan. I've got a few questions about the Remix library as it approaches an open source release. My first question is regarding styling with Remix. Remote style sheets and plain style sheets are built in while CSS and JavaScript solutions are supported, but the docs don't recommend a CSS and JavaScript approach due to double rendering and HTML embedded style sheets. I was wondering if these concerns were enough to take a strictly remote and plain style sheet approach or whether it would still be advisable to use styled components. I was also wondering if Remix had any Babel-like class naming structure or whether there might be support for Babel in the future. Thanks for your time. And that was the call. Here's what Kent had to say. Hey, Dan. Thanks for the question. Um, so, yeah, CSS and JS. I Just for everybody, uh, some background on my CSS and JS position and everything. Um, I am a big fan of CSS and JS. I've been a big fan for a long time. Um, and it solves a, a lot of problems. Uh, but in the Remix context, I don't think that it's necessary. And I'm not going to go into that again, because a few episodes ago, I talked at length about why I love Remix so much. And you can go back and listen to that. Let me see if I can um, open that up really quick and see. This was episode 22. Um, so go ahead and listen to that one to get uh, a rundown of some of the things I love about um, Remix and, and CSS is called out specifically. And I do also have a blog post about that. And I'll, I'll link to both of those in the, the notes here. So um, anyway, you absolutely can do CSS and JS with Remix. It is a little bit of a challenge. Uh, and yes, there is the double render problem. Um, so many people do uh, CSS and JS with uh, various other frameworks. And there is that double render problem with those as well. But um, they don't seem to have like any issue. Uh, or at least um, they've just decided to not solve that problem. Uh, and it's worked out OK. Um, for me, I feel like um, it's mostly unnecessary because of the way that uh, Remix handles CSS in JS, or, or just CSS in general, um, but also uh, because we have Tailwind. Um, so I use Tailwind because it gives me the right constraints to uh, have a consistent UI throughout everything. Um, but, uh, but yeah, Remix also has just a really nice um, story for a regular CSS. Um, and so I, yeah, like the, the big thing that I love about CSS and JS is that I don't have to come up with random names for things when you're doing um, CSS, um, the, like regular CSS, you have to come up with class names. And I, I just hate that so much. And so one of the things I loved with CSS and JS was the CSS prop uh, from Emotion and Styled Components has it now too. Uh, where you could just slap some CSS on the element and call it a day. Um, that does not a consistent UI make. Um, but, so like for a consistent UI, you typically need to make components. Um, and so that's normally best. Uh, and, and when you're making a component, you got to name it. Um, uh, and so the CSS prop is normally best for the one-off stuff. Um, and the one-off stuff, uh, stuff is well 
handled with uh, Remix's built-in CSS stuff. Or uh, if you want the consistency and everything, then you can just use Tailwind. Um, and yeah, that those constraints just really make your UI consistent. And I like that a lot. Um, and so, yeah, anyway, that, that's me trying to convince you you don't need CSS and JS with, uh, with Remix. Um, but if you want to, then yeah, you totally can. Um, I know that vanilla extract has been one in particular that's been tricky because they really rely on bundlers um, and being connected to the bundlers so they can generate the CSS. And I don't know what they do exactly. Uh, I just know people have had some trouble with that. Um, pretty much you just need uh, for, for Remix to work, um, well, yeah, for Remix to work, you either need to um, render or, or uh, save your CSS files to disk and then import those as link tags um, or, or to use as link tags in Remix, or uh, you need to modify the, um, the HTML that you get when you're rendering your app on the server uh, and then make sure that um, same thing happens when you're on the client. Um, and I'm not exactly, I, I actually never did, uh, well, I, yeah, with, with uh, Gatsby, I did Emotion, but that's just like a, a plugin you install. Remix is still pretty early, and so there aren't really a lot of abstractions built for this sort of thing. I'm sure there will be eventually, and maybe you'll be the one to build it, Dan. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's, that's that. Um, as far as the, uh, and so I, I just recommend, like, you probably, you're used to CSS and JS, and that's great. Um, but maybe this is an opportunity to, to search outside of CSS and JS. Um, not, not because there's a limitation there, but because uh, Remix solves or eliminates the problems that make CSS and JS appealing. Um, so anyway, those are my words on that. Um, as far as the, the Babel-like class naming structure, I'm not exactly sure what you mean by that. Um, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm not sure what, uh, what class naming structure you might be referring to. Uh, but I can tell you that Remix, uh, the, the team has been um, hesitant to expose anything about the, uh, the bundler or the compilation um, just because they want to be able to hot swap or, or just switch out the bundler or switch out, uh, change the compiler or whatever they want to do um, without, uh, without any breaking changes. And so far with the, the dozens, I guess, of apps, that, like real apps that people have built with Remix, uh, that has worked out just fine. Um, so yeah, I, I actually, uh, I, I used to be a super customizer of Babel and all of that stuff. And I have grown um, tired of doing that. And I'm just happy um, doing little workarounds for the things that I used to enjoy with Babel. Um, you know, like things, th and they were always really simple things. It's like, oh, well, I want to have a, a, a custom plugin that automatically imports React for me or something. Of course, we don't need to do that anymore. But like, just as an example, I, I would always have just these little tiny things that bothered me a little bit. Um, and uh, and so I, I really like being able to customize Babel. Now I, I realize that um, the benefit that I get out of not wanting to customize these low-level tools uh, far outweighs whatever like small um, thing that I want would want out of being able to customize them. Uh, and I, I was always in a world of pain um, in, in trying to customize things anyway for those small tiny wins. So uh, anyway, yeah, there's there's no like built-in way to configure the uh, the way that Remix is built. And if you feel like you have a really good use case for something, then you can always open an issue uh, when it's open sourced, I guess. Um, 
and uh, and talk about it and maybe even contribute or something um, and build up your your case. But anyway, um, those are just some thoughts for you. Hopefully that's helpful to you, Dan. And thank you for the question. Have a nice day. This has been the Call Kent podcast. Learn more about Kent at kentcdods.com and get your own questions answered at kentcdods.com slash calls.